And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champion for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fee. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Garrity and meet of the football champions. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the We Are Me podcast. Sorry if there was a, a delay there. We just had a couple of technical problems, and a couple of techie issues there just before we got going, but uh, we are up and running. I suppose it was a bit like the championship this weekend. It uh, took a while to get it going with the weather, but uh, eventually it did kick off, and uh, the club championship is back in full swing. As usual, we're joined by David Rispin, uh, Kieran Flynn, and Brian Kelly. Uh, the three amigos and myself, Mickey Brennan, and we have an action-packed podcast for you this week. Uh, we have the championship results, and we'll be looking at our predictions from last week. And a few of us might be hanging our heads in shame. Uh, we have a hurling championship preview. We've got some interviews there with uh, Paul O'Hanrahan uh, of Rotot and Shane Brennan of Kilmessen. Uh, both of them were out in football duty this weekend and will be out with the hurlers next weekend um, we also will have uh, the fixture and a bit of a preview of the Mead ladies taking on Roscommon in the All-Ireland Intermediate Semi-Final in Nolan Park next weekend um, we'll then give you the results from the ladies Masita Senior Championship in Mead uh, the club championship was on during the week as well there and uh, we also have an interview there with Vicky Wall from Dunboyne we'll then give you the Camogue results and uh, we will be then having a quick preview of the Cornabonia and Torchon finals. Uh, um, quick preview of them. They're taking place next weekend, and Kieran Flynn will give us the fixtures for them. As well, don't forget the Loyal Royals podcast will be out this week, um, and it is going to be absolutely filled with uh, content. We are. We have interviews from senior, intermediate, and junior championship games that uh, the lads got to this weekend. We'll also be giving you our players of the matches for any of the games that we attended. And um, <clears throat> and we have, uh, as I said, a lot of interviews to get through. Some very, very interesting interviews um, and some great content in that. Um, I suppose, lads, we'll kick it off with uh, the results from uh, the Junior Championship uh, that was played this weekend. And uh, Kieran Flynn, you take the honours on this one. Accurate didn't stand a lean nail. Oh no, sorry, that's the different result. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not the pools. Yeah, not sorry, the pools. Yeah. We don't want the pools. I was doing the district and Dark League. Sorry, that's what I was doing the LMFM earlier. No, no we'll get straight into it. Yeah, Brian so. Kelly can do the death thing, yeah? yeah. <laughs> He's in debt. There's a totally different problem. The death has occurred of Karen Ross's junior championship. Oh! Oh, oh, oh. oh Christ. Oh, we, we all bless ourselves after <laughs> that. So we'll, uh, Kieran Flynn, fire ahead so with the junior firstly, championship results. Uh, the junior, so we're, we're going straight into the Chokna Chowruk uh, championship, junior championship. So, firstly, in Group A, uh, St. Ultons had 14 points, Minolte 3 5. That was an exciting game played in Court Town. 
Then we had Beliver 114 to Clonard 6 points. And we had Myla 7 points to Karen Ross's 6 points. Myla? Myla 7 to Karen Ross 6. 7, 6, okay, yeah. That's all the Group A. And then in Group B, we had Clemaine and Wood 213 to St. Bridget's 1 8. Then played in Partalch on Saturday evening, we had St. Vincent's 4 7 to Clonagoyle's 2 8. And then the last game in Group B, a cracker down in Clonard. Dunsany 2-15, Courtown, a measly 1-6. Oh, there's disappointing there's no result there. Just read out the results. <laughs> there, so just well, to repeat well, that, that was Dunsany 2-15. That's two goals and 15 points. Courtown, one goal and six. One goal and six. What we might do then is we might go to David Rispin then uh, for our uh, predictions from last week. And uh, if you could just run down through them and see how we all got on in these results. So, yeah, none of us predicted um, a draw between St. Dalton's and Minolte. Um, we all went for St. Dalton's in that Dalton one. Uh, no <laughs> points. No points for the lads. Uh, Myla and Karen Ross. So, I went for Myla win, got that three points. Kieran um, went for Karen Ross, nothing. Brian, uh, Myla, three. And Mickey went for Karen Ross, so nothing there either. So, three for myself and Brian in that one. Um, Beliver, beating Clonard, full house, uh, two points for everyone. Then the Carton and Saney game, um, I didn't Ooh. get that one right. Uh, Kieran did get that one right, mm. and Brian and Mickey didn't get that one right. Yeah, well, went, I went for a draw. I went for a draw in yeah. that game. Um, I just had a feeling now that uh, both teams, uh, I wasn't expecting a, a convincing and Saney win now. But uh, uh, it happened. It who, happened. who was who was the standout player in that game? Uh, was uh, it the, was it the Wiley Old Fox? The Fox was fairly good too, but it was just a general good team display. The like even there's this interview there with Shane Brennan was brilliant you'd see that later on uh, yeah. he was brilliant even the middle of the field like the two Harkins Owen Harkin played the under 20 this year was very strong so yeah, he was very good Harkin yeah. we, we will have in-depth analysis of that game on our uh, Patreon service the We, the we Are Mead uh, podcast on uh, the Lo- <coughs> sorry the Loyal Royals podcast in association with We Are Mead so uh, you'll be able to get the link to that one later on Um Go through the rest of them then. Uh, St. Bridget's and Kilmaine and Wood. So Kieran, Brian, and myself all got Kilmaine and Wood wins. So three each. And Mickey went for the draw again. Yeah. So nothing there for him. Yeah. As well. Um, Splinters are killing me this weekend. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, then just finally, last game was Karen or sorry, not Karen Ross, Clannagale and St. Vincent. So Brian, Kieran, and myself went for Clannagale win. Nothing for us. And Mickey, would you believe? Went for St. Vincent's. Oh, yeah. Four points there. Absolutely, yeah. 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 I, I had yeah. some insider information. I think you had some insider information on the Karen Ross uh, game um, uh, for you to be picking against your, your mates over there in Karen Ross. That's a big... Are you talking to me? Yeah. yeah you talking to me? Rest, but he, <laughs> you talking to me? A pity the fool. Well, it's hard not to <laughs> pity against them with their, with their form this season. You know, yeah. That's four wins on the, or four defeats. Right I was talking to spin. somebody from Karen Ross and they were saying that, you know, just the way lads... It's been disjointed over the last five or six weeks, and lads away. You said mentioned lads be, being away in Bali mm. and stuff like that. So Bali Harness, yeah, Bali Harness, and but um, um, just sorry, just finally then. So an overall synopsis: uh, Brian, Kieran, and myself are all split with eight points each, and Mickey has six. That's yeah. from the junior. So he's last. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so far at the minute, at the minute, and I probably <laughs> will be last at the end of it as well. But at the minute, I'm close to you. Uh, do you want to move on now to the intermediate uh, championship results? I suppose I will. I will, I will indeed. So in the Mead Potato Intermediate Football Championship, we had a Group A fixture here. Ballon Lock with a big win, 217 to Clemenham's 11 points. Uh, next one, and this is a massive result, Mead Hill 116 to Oldcastle's 9 points. Yeah, I don't think there's many lads would have predicted that one. 
and then the, the third game of that has to be played during the week we'll talk about the refixtures so then on to group B we have this was a good game in Partalton as well Trim 12 points sitting 1-8 uh, just a close close victory for Trim then the next one Group B we had a big win Banner Bracky tonight 2-11 to 4 points Bective. so the Bracks are back I think yeah. I said that one myself then Can Group C Blackhall Gales 15 to St Peter's Dunboyne 1-11 uh, Donald Lennon wasn't allowed to play that game, so that was a big, big loss for the B team. What, what was the score there? That was a one point victory, 15 to 1 4 for Blackhall Gales. 15 to 1 4? No, it's 1 11. Sorry, 15 to yeah. 1 11 to Blackhall, okay. And then there was a tight one again over in Donor. Delique Bellius had 1 10, Dundry 11 points. I know we were scrambling to change that result the other day when we heard Stephen Coogan might be unavailable. Say, say what was the final result there? Delique Bellius had 110 to Dundry's 11 points. Okay, yeah, okay. And then there was some just played tonight as well. The Blacks of Walterstown, 115 to Dunham Rashburn's 112. 115 to 112, a three point win there for Walterstown. So, Davy Rispin, if you want to have a rundown through those results. Yeah, so first up on my sheet is Oldcastle. Um, and they played Mead Hill, so none of us haven't predicted a Mead Hill win. We all went with Oldcastle, so no points. Uh, Ballinock against Kilmainham, we all went for Ballinock, so full house there, three points apiece. Uh, then the Drumbarra, um, Drumbarra and Nobber game and Castletown and St Michael's games were both uh, postponed, so obviously we won't know the results of them till later till this later week. The, so yeah, and we'll, we'll be coming back, back to Kieran Flynn for all the postponed games later on. Yeah, so we'll come back to them results next week. Um, then Balnebracky and Bechtif, which was this evening, as Kieran said, uh, full house again, the four of us going for... For the Bracks, so that was three points apiece. Trim, likewise, uh, we all went for Trim, three points each. Waterstown, the same. We that's following a trend now here, <laughs> but we all went for Waterstown, so three points each. And Dunry, I shouldn't have said Stephen Coogan because there was definitely a couple he has gone for. Oh, I changed Benson. me thing. Yeah, yeah but I changed as well. Yeah, so yeah. Dunry did eventually come out um, with a two-point win in that game. So full house again, three points each for everyone. Um, and then the Dunboyne game, which kind of divided opinion. Dunboyne and Blackall Gales, wasn't it? Um, well, I always back the first team. So yeah, so myself and yourself, Kieran, went for the first team, and we got three each, and the two lads um, went against us and got nothing. What was the score in the Dundry uh, Dulik Bellius turn game again? What is it? One ten. Did Dulik Bellius turn won that? Yeah. Yeah, Delik yeah. by two. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, we, yeah, no, yeah, we all went for Delik. We all went, went for Delik. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, um, it was just like a Dundry in front of me. That was the problem. So. Uh, in the intermediate then Kieran and myself again 18 points apiece and then Brian and Mickey 15 points so Mickey you're still bottom there still bottom right. yeah yeah, yeah. there's plenty of time it's, it's early in the championship yet um, um, we'll go on to the senior uh, results and then after we give the predictions results what we'll do is we'll come back for the postponed games and the other games that have to be played this week and just before, uh, just before you do go on, if anybody is out there listening in and you want to uh, give us your thoughts on uh, some of the championship games over the weekend, let us know what you thought. Um, some real big uh, shocks over the weekend. We'll get to a couple of them in the senior championship uh, for Brian Kelly. He's got a big smile on his face. Um, <laughs> but back to you, Kieran. It's only for the postponements, as I've just said. To me, like, we'll, come, we'll do that after the results. Right, so keep going with the results. So I'm heading up now to the senior championship, which is the Fairy House Steel. So big game per touch on the Friday. We had Central Sound with a 2.15 to 2.11 victory over their neighbours on screen. Then the next one, Group A, we had Dunshocklin with a big win, 2.13 to St. Pat's to Mullen, 11. And then the last one in Group... Or sorry, that was that was the last game Group A was postponed. Then Group B, we had Dunham or Ashburn with 3.15 to Rakeney's 11 points. Then a great game today in Avon. Summerhills, 1.10 to Retort's 1.9. Oh, God damn it! 
Last minute, last minute goal. <laughs> last minute. Oh, I just had the draw picked in that one. And we're told to a penalty the whole lot. It would yeah. be a good one to talk about later on. Then, massive victory. Curaha with their first ever win in senior football. Bet Simonson Gales at 12 points to 7. They just seem to have kind of the last furlong or so. They seem to be very good. Uh, Curaha, there might be a reference to something we might talk about later on. Yeah, <laughs> we, we just might. That devilish yeah. thing over the West. <laughs> they, they, they seen the winning post and they struck for home. They did indeed. Mm. We'll uh, continue on. And then we had a big win today as well. This was a refixture, actually. It was one of the few games that survived the weather, kind of, by being refixed as to Mullen today. Wolf Tones, 215. St. Colin Kills, 113. It survived for the podcast. Yeah, just about. <laughs> I think that's what we did ask them. Can you please? We need to yeah, we we talk senior. Yeah. And then the last game in the Fairy House Steel Senior Football Championship, just for, just just after coming from it there now, St. Peter's Dunboyne, 212 to Nafina's 111. Yeah, uh, and Ethan Devine actually got a head injury, so I want to wish Ethan and his his crew at in Nafina well. He went off with a head injury, so yeah, hope he's feeling better. Absolutely. Um, hello to all our listeners listening in on Periscope. There, and um, we'll come back to that in a minute. But David Rispin, you're going to give us what our uh, predictions are like for the um, for the senior championship. But it doesn't make for good reading for me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, Dunchocklin, that is the one you got right, Mickey, along with the rest of us beating some Pat, So two yeah. points uh, piece out there. Ha- happy days. Um, the screen one. Um, the three of us. Um, who aren't affiliated with Essential Sound or Screen went for Screen um, and Brian Essential Sound man in fairness to him stuck by his colours for once and went to Essential Sound and, and was rewarded with four points he was yeah. and in fairness he was warned by the club at the last uh, uh, meeting of, of of the the executive that if he was to back against his own club again <laughs> <laughs> so uh, fair play to Brian getting yeah, the four great result down. for um, screen, or for um, the not screen, Mickey, no. no no great result for Sanchez in that Dunmore Ashburn then beating uh, Rakenny all of us getting that one so two points each there um, Summerhill beating Ratoth with that last gasp goal Mickey going for the draw so Mickey losing out and getting nothing there the three the, three, the rest of us yeah. all going for Summerhill getting the three points True. Um, Dunboyne and Nafina again Mickey's gone for Nafina there and the rest of us have gone for Dunboyne so three points for the lads and poor old Mickey Brown left on his own there again Yeah. Um, we're all on our own on this next one with Simonstown and Curaha and uh, the upset of the championship weekend and that was Curaha coming out on top and none of us needless to say picked that so zero points for everyone there and just finally St. Colin Kills and Wolf Tones full house for everyone so to put a recap on the final round of it um, 13, just the last fixture is Longwood and Minalvi that's to be played during yeah, the weekend Kelsey, Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, yeah but the, the Longwood and Minalvi one was fixed for Tuesday yeah. night anyway so it was yeah, yeah so we'll come back to that and the refix it's good ones. foresight by the CCC to play that on the Tuesday oh night. it was yeah they knew the pitches would be dry <laughs> So Brian coming out on top in the senior with 17. Kieran and myself tied once once again. We literally had the same predictions. Uh, 13 each. And then Mickey. Uh, seven, <laughs> seven, <laughs> seven points sorry, there with Mickey. Sorry. Seven points. So seven. we'll just give an overall um, sum of all the fixtures. That Some of the parts. Through. Yeah. Now there will be obviously more that we'll update uh, this time next week. But Brian topping it with 40 points. Yeah, Kieran, we're, not, we're not updating it. <laughs> yeah it's over uh, Brian with 40 points Kieran and myself tied on second with 39 points and Mickey uh, out on his own at the bottom with 28 yeah I'm just looking through the fixtures that I uh, that, that are can you get to 40 yet to come <laughs> and I'm looking but to see what if can I get to 40 he's already is 40 he's 40 yeah <laughs> yeah no um, do you have a draw no? Drumbara and, and when is Drumbara yeah, and I have a draw for Drumbara and Nobber so yeah, I'd be well, hoping that that will go 
And then Castleton, I think we've all gone for a Castleton win. And uh, Gail Column Kill and Matneys have gone. Anyways, so, you never know. so what we'll do there, uh, uh, Kieran Flynn, if you could run through the games that are postponed and the other fixtures that haven't come come yeah. to play. So I'll go firstly yet. just with the refixtures. So Navin Matneys are going to play Gail Column Kill Wednesday night at quarter past seven in Ballinlock. And Cormac Riley's going to be reffing it again. So hopefully he'll arrive and the pitch will be playable this time around. Then the next one is in the intermediate. It's Nobber and Dumbarra. That's on the 17th, which is a Saturday evening, isn't it? A quarter past seven in Mead Hill. And Keith Sheeran is refereeing that. Then St. Michael's Castletown. That's on the 13th, which is Wednesday, is it? Wednesday at 7.15 in Dumcondrit. And Brennan O'Brien is reffing that. And then that's it then. We've long with him and Albie, obviously, on the Tuesday night. On the Tuesday night. There was a few junior fixtures in second team, for example, the likes of Gail Come Kilomatton needs to be on the Monday night in Core Town, Wolfton Centrestown, yeah. some of the beast B team football. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Is there any results from uh, junior B uh, first teams that were playing? There was games played in the junior B, which is the Seamus Connolly Catering. So the Seamus Connolly Catering Junior B, there was games played there. Uh, there was a draw match between Dum Conrad and Slane, two seven to thirteen points. That was played in Castletown. Mm-hmm. Then this is another cracker as well. St Mary's four five to one fourteen. That's another great draw again. St Mary's and Boardsmill played in Trim, and that was the only the, the two first team games because there's only five teams in that group. Very good. But just shows the Junior B standard like they're fairly close teams, which is good to see. They're getting competitive games. They are indeed. And just you mentioned Junior B, there was a great win for Simonstown against St Colum Kills at Dunor Friday night. I did invite you all over, lads, and none of you came over. To see the Simonstown players taking on St Column Kills and getting a quite a good victory in the end. I think it was three twelve to one one four or something. I think we won by fourteen or fifteen points. And the interesting thing about that game was the return of uh, a young man by the name of Shane O'Rourke played midfield for uh, Simonstown's uh, Junior B's. Great to see him back on the field. He's been plagued with injuries over the last number of years, and uh, it's great to see him back out on the football field. What we'll do now is we're going to move on to the hurling championship preview. Um, Kieran Flynn will have the fixtures uh, for next weekend, and we have a couple of interviews when we get to those games that you are talking about. So finally, the hurling is back. The weather's going to be good this week. The pitches are going to harden up. We're going to forget all the rain. We're going to have the Ted Murta clothing and footwear trim, hurling championship round four. Kiltail and Kiltail are playing on the sixteenth, which is a Friday night, quarter past seven in Longwood. Kildare are playing St Peter's Dunboyne on the Saturday evening, seven o'clock in Trim. We're told Longwood are playing on the Saturday evening, seven o'clock in Dunshockland. Kilmessen, this they're the Group A fixtures in the in the strong group. Then in the second group in Group B, Kilmessen are playing Blackhall Gales, quarter past seven in Dunree on Thursday evening. I think you got an interview with uh, Shane Brennan. The Shane Brennan one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so just as we mentioned, Kilmesson, there's no point or there's no harm in uh, just playing the interview that we got with Shane Brennan from Kilmesson about the hurling. It's a few weeks now to prepare. Absolutely. And I'll just ask you as well, obviously, with Kilmesson next Thursday against Blackhall Gales, that'll be a cracker of a game and Kilmesson need to win. It's a massive game for both teams. And Blackhall Gales have been very unlucky in their last two games. They lost by a pint to uh, Nafina, I think it was. And then they lost to Trim, their last puck yeah, of the game. Yeah, pint in the Nafina game, and then... Oh, we just lost that there. So it's Kieran Flynn here from the We Are Me podcast. I'm here with Podge O'Hanrahan from Curraha. Uh, great win, Podge. What do you think? Yeah, Jesus, stop. You're changing. 
to have a few weeks now to prepare. Absolutely, and I'll just ask you as well, Come up obviously with Clemesson next Thursday against Blackhall Gales, that'll be a cracker of a game, and Clemesson need to win. It's a massive game for both teams, and Blackhall Gales have been very unlucky in their last two games. They lost yeah. a pint to uh, Nafina, I think it was. And then they lost to Trim their last puck yeah, of the game. Yeah, there was a dubious point in the Nafina game, and then there was the last yeah. minute goal, you're right. Last minute goal, then against Trim the last day, and, and, and they always are very competitive. And we, we've, a, we've a special bond with Black Hole Gates ourselves. We get on well the two clubs. I still we, think they're still repairing the cups from a few years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, I think still 13, we had a black, black mess. <laughs> we, yeah. we had a good old crack with them, but uh, no, it'll be all, all the friendships will be put aside now. And, a bit of flaking, though. Yeah, all goes. plenty flaking, but they're, they're, they're going to be a good team, and we're going to have a work cut out. And I'll, I'll leave you one last question, just for the Chris Ring, obviously it was a great win this year. What was one of your favourite memories for playing with me this year? Oh, I think uh, the game and big game, game scoring a pint in Crow Park was great. I think it was the first time I ever, first pint, first, first pint I scored all year. So I was happy enough with that. And it, any any message from maybe yourself to the buff Egan, the buff the buff has had a bit of tired time with me, G, and he's unfollowed uh, on Twitter and everything. Uh, look, the buff, look, the buff is a uh, look. He promotes Harlem well and. I know, he, he, I think he's just looking for a bit of publicity there. Yeah, publicity. Yeah, Fair play to you, Shane. Thanks very right, much. No Dunsany, Clemesson. Yeah, that was, as Kieran says, the Dunsany and Clemesson uh, dual player. Uh, Shane Brennan just uh, getting, obviously, having beaten Cortown in the football the other night, he will be uh, getting himself ready and turning his attentions to the Hurling Championship this weekend with Clemesson. But it's uh, just one of the games that I think we're picking out because it's kind of interesting how good Long would have actually been. They've, they've kind of improved an awful lot in their playing. Retoth were very convincing the last day in uh, Partholchen. And I, I met up with Park O'Hanrahan from Retoth as well after the Curaha game today. So I just asked him a question or two about Retoth as well. Kieran Flynn again, the We Are Meat podcast. I'm talking to Padre Hanrahan just after beating Simonson here in the football. We're just going to turn our heads to more important now to the hurling now. <laughs> so Retoth are playing Long with the next game. What are you expecting? Well, I won't say it's more important. I'm equally, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a boat club man. But again, like, I just have to fight the hurling back on the podcast. So. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big hurling man. So we were told now we push on. We have Longwood, like they're flying as well. They've put up a few good performances. They're ranked tail close. So look, we just have to put in another good performance. We weren't that great against Clyde, but we came out with the win. So look onwards and upwards. Try and get over Longwood, get over Cadell and put ourselves just then for Joe McDonough hurling next year it's going to be a big step up and the training's going to be difficult this winter you're looking forward to going back to it? exactly I'm looking forward to it just trying to keep it a bit over shape over Christmas and yeah. try and put in a good hard shift because again it's another like going up another level you're against top teams so I think everyone needs to be at their best so try perfect so well done today and cheers we'll yeah, so that was Park O'Hanrahan from uh, Rathout, the current half footballer. That was just after he had uh, successfully uh, navigated, I suppose, uh, the hurdle that was Simonstown today with Curaha uh, getting the victory over on screen. And to hear more from Shane Brennan and Park O'Hanrahan on their victories over Dunsany and over Simonstown. No, in the over, no, over Corton. Oh, sorry, over Corton. Beat Corton. Yes, yes, over over Corton and over Simonstown in their respective football uh, games. Uh, do look out for our uh, Patreon Loyal Royals podcast you'll get the link to that um, in the next couple of days um, so Kieran Flynn uh, other games to look out for in that Hurling Championship absolutely so we move on now to the Uniflu Intermediate Championship just in Group A which is the first team Hurling the Wolf Tones are playing Dunderry and that's going to be on the 16th which is Friday night at 7.15 in Kilskier Dunham Ashburn v Gale Cullum Kilkells on the Friday 7.15 in Retoth and Dumri are playing Clonagale in Boards Mill on the Friday at quarter past seven. And Rathmaline, the Villains are playing Clemesson's B team Friday at quarter past seven in Trim. And if they don't win that by at least 45 points, I'd be surprised. That's if we have a team. But then moving on, that's the end of the hurling. Very good. Um, and uh, 
You were going to say there? There's two big games in the football on Saturday evening. They're kind of penciled into the hurling, the Cornabonia and the... We will the get to them. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to them there in a couple of minutes. What we're going to do is we're going to move on now to the Mead Ladies. Um, they take on Roscommon in the All-Ireland Intermediate Semi-Final. That's going to be played in Nolan Park in Kilkenny on Saturday next at 4.45. We're going to go to Brian Kelly just to give us a quick preview of this game. And uh, Mead haven't beaten Roscommon, I think, twice already this year. Uh, would fancy their chances against Roscommon. They would, but I always have a saying, if a team has beaten you twice in one year and you're fairly evenly matched, it can be very hard to beat you at third time. Roscommon will probably say they hope to have learned a lot from the previous games and of course Mead beat them in the semi-final last year as well in, in Roscommon. It'll be a very tough game. Nolan Park is a big pitch, should suit the Mead girls. They're very fit, they're athletic, they like to run the ball and they're if they get the ball into the inside forward line, they can really do a lot of damage and they'll be hoping that that will be the key on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, we wish the ladies the, all the very best on uh, Saturday uh, when they take on Roscommon in that All-Ireland semi-final, as we said. Nolan Park, Kilkenny, Saturday, 4.45. Um, and uh, there's no club football on next weekend, so anybody who's available, get out and get uh, supporting uh, those ladies in that um, semi-final we're going to move on now to the results from the club championship that was played uh, uh, the ladies club championship that was played during the week and David Rispin you have all your the knowledge on the ladies there yeah, yeah I, I do and yeah, then he goes exactly. quiet <laughs> all, the, all their numbers <laughs> he's going to he's going to give us the numbers yeah. now um, so the Mesita Junior A championship will start with the results from round four um, St. Pat's 4 points Waterstown 1-9 Talik Bellewstown 14 points Milo 1-6 and Screen 3-10 Navin O'Mahony 6-17 so big win there for Navin O'Mahony so the way that leaves the table is Navin O'Mahony's are out on their own on top uh, they have 9 points from their 3 outings and they actually have a game in hand Milo and Screen who are 2nd and 3rd respectively with 9 and 6 points then there's Talik Bellewstown Manalvi in 5th St. Pat's and Waterstown so that's the me junior A. Um, I'll go on to the to the intermediate now. Um, in the ladies, so Dunmore Ashburn four thirteen D Rangers three six Retoat three fourteen Royal Gales two four. Um, sorry. Um and Summerhill two fourteen Clannagale three nine, and finally Dunsany another good win for Dunsany three nine <laughs> so Colin Kills one six so the way that leaves it in uh, in the intermediate is Dunmore Ashburn on top joint top I sh- should say with Retoat their neighbours 12 points apiece from their four outings Dunsany are next third place with seven D Rangers Royal Gales were seemingly struggling on their return back to intermediate there in fifth mm-hmm. Summerhills and Column Kills and bottom of the group are Clannagale Wits and Column Kills no points from their four games great weekend for Dunsany all, all round in fairness and then just finally we'll go on to the senior ladies so St Michael's um, Tom O'Connor look away or turn off your podcast now um, <laughs> I think that I'm just looking Tom down at the, yeah no he, he actually Twitter. says he'd, he'd hide when this came up but uh, St Michael's won 7 Boards Mill 6 16 uh, Central Sound which I think Brian will talk about in a moment um, 6 points Dunboyne 2 15 St. Dalton's five goals and six points. Nafina, 3-16. I was at that very entertaining game. And just finally, Simonstown, 3-19. Oldcastle, 2-11. So the way that leaves it, Dunboyne and Simonstown share top spot after four games with 12 points apiece. Nafina are next with nine. Then it's Boards Mill, Oldcastle, Centristown and St. Michael's and Dalton's uh, cut adrift at the bottom. No points 
Yeah, good results there for the two top teams. And we just have a comment in on the old Twitter machine, Kieran Flynn. Yeah, so Niall Tallon, footballer, of course, with the Vincents, had a good win himself in Partolchen. He's just saying best of luck to the Burn ladies and Emma White, who are all Ardcath women. Yeah, best of luck to uh, those ladies in that football match. And uh, Brian Kelly, you were at the Centristown Dunboyne game and uh, Dunboyne coming away with the victory here. Yeah, and a fully deserved victory. They're the better team from start to finish. I think they'll go on and win the senior championship this year, two years after winning the All Ireland Intermediate. Last year they got hard in the championship. It was a tough year, they a long year the previous year and the mm-hmm. injuries and this year they're a, they're an exceptional team. They had no Emma Duggan last week, but like it's not an insult to her to say she wasn't really missed because they were just a well oiled machine. Yeah, yeah, they were they, they could afford to miss her. Yeah. So, yeah and like just fairness, we were missing yeah. Stacey Grimes and Amy Gilston, two of our better players. Um, Lisa Mullen the goalie was missing as well but it was great to see Mary Murray Mary Sheridan back in action Mary had a child there earlier in the year and she was our first Such game little lamb, it, was <laughs> 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 it was our first game back this year our, uh, and it was great to see Mary back in action she's yeah. a wonderful servant of the club absolutely she's uh, been there through thick and thin and uh, even uh, the birth of her little baby didn't stop her from getting back on the field and playing in goals for their Central uh, Stand this year it was absolutely brilliant you uh, Brian you you um, caught up with Vicky Wall the uh, Dumboyne full back yeah, uh, against Central Stand at the end of the game I didn't know normally you'd be going to your left where she'd be stationed at full forward to ask her for an interview but I had to go to my right because she was full back very surprising selection, but in fairness, she was exceptional at fullback. Just shows she could do a job at either end of the pitch. You spoke to her straight away after the game, and we'll go straight to that interview there now. Interview with Vicky Wall after Dunbine's very impressive 2.15, six points win over Sainstown in round four of the Mesita Ladies Senior Football Championship. Vicky, I'm not used to seeing you at fullback. <laughs> what was the thoughts behind it tonight? Um, yeah, no, we're delighted with the fourth win there. Um, I suppose it's difficult enough with the fixtures this year to kind of keep momentum with club. We're out of county and then it's a lot of uh, championship matches squashed together. But yeah, we're happy with the win tonight. Yeah, um, very impressive showing tonight and missing Emma Duggan as well. Like, it just shows the strength and depth you have in the panel. Probably last year was a learning curve with senior football, but all the players are used to it now and they're kicking on. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose when we have Dougie and um, Elaine on the bench and we're bringing the younger girls, it's good to see them able to perform tonight. So I suppose they're pushing on for positions and that what we, that's what we wanted this year. I suppose four wins from four you're looking now at pushing on and hopefully maybe winning a first senior championship this year well I suppose yeah that is the goal but we'll try to get to semi-final first and then push on from there <laughs> uh, and then on the county front um, back in the semi-final playing old foes or common you know plenty about them um, what's your thoughts on the game in two weeks yeah well we're delighted to get there I suppose but I mean we just want to push on from now we don't want to do all that hard work against Wexford and leave it there so we're definitely um, getting prepared for the match now and um, what you had a couple of players in Dolph injured during the w- last week um, will you have a fully fit panel or what's the story for the semi-final yeah no we're hoping to I know uh, Orla Duff was uh, badly, fairly injured there at the weekend but uh, she got out there and she's uh, she was in good form anyway last night so we're hoping to have her back as well yeah and there's a real mixture there's a great crop of young players coming through a few from your own club and like you've lost a few players this year for the championship yeah. Neil Gallowdley Stacey Grimes but the young players coming through are fitting in and you're not really missing the o- the other players too much just yet oh well I wouldn't say that now we'd be happy to have them back but um, I suppose yeah that is the difference we have a team of 1-30 to 30 this year where we mightn't have had that, had that in other years so yeah it's a super panel this year so we're happy yeah, yeah. yeah and it's 
it's great to see me ladies football the 16s did really well this year the minors yeah. did really well the seniors there's a real progression there and it, it's much improved from where it was a couple of years ago yeah I suppose that's huge like the underage girls we have coming in we even have Mary-Kate and Emily Joe. they came in after the minors finished up so I mean having them in even you get the experience now is absolutely super for the panel and for them as well yeah, yeah. So that was uh, Vicky Wall talking to Brian Kelly after their victory um, over Centralstown in the Mesita Senior Championship the other night. Uh, Vicky, w- w- well able to speak, Brian Kelly, and uh, it's it's as if you know uh, they must be doing something in there media wise with the with with the mid senior ladies because they, any of the ladies that we've spoken to they're well able to talk, but uh, they'll never answer the question you ask them. No, she's <laughs> she's either uh, going to a politician spin down doctor's classes or the Jim Gavin School of Media you ask her about playing full back and she answers a completely different question um, the subs were, she mentions the subs then. Yeah. brilliant it's a classic uh, I want to say a lot but I'll say nothing yeah yeah. It's uh, but it was great um, and great to get uh, some words there from Vicky Wall after their victory and we wish uh, her and the Litany ladies the very best against um, Roscommon next Saturday in uh, Nolan Park as we said 4.45 uh, get down and support the ladies we're going to move on now and uh, finally we're going to preview uh, the knockout cups um, oh sorry we've got some results in from the Camogie Championship and Kieran Flynn's going to run through them yes just the Mead Senior Camogie Championship results they were played on Tuesday the 6th of August it was a massive win firstly for the County Champions Clemesson 122 to 13 uh, Dumboyne bet Kline 2 8 1 6 uh, Nafina had a massive win against Blackhall Gales, one fifteen to one two, and then Retort with the last game bet Dunderry seventeen points to to Dunderry's one seven. But I think probably the standout performance probably of the championship was Anya Cook from Retort. I uh, saw highlights of her on Twitter and Facebook, and she was absolutely mauling ball. It was unreal. She was playing centre half back. She had six on her her jersey, and God, she, she was flying. She was just mauling ball and and flaking anything that moved within twenty yards of her. So. Definitely well done to Anya and the Retort team. We talked about them coming up when we had the girls Amy and the girls in here earlier in the year or the end of last year talking about the move up to senior. So maybe Retort might be the team that might uh, absolutely maybe decouple maybe the the Clemesson team. Yeah, have won so many seniors in a row. So maybe Retort are the team that are going to come and just... Look, they play Clemesson next, don't they? I think so, yeah. yeah so it's going to be interesting to see. Retort are they? doing a huge amount of work um, uh, on football, hurling and camogie. Mm. Um, and the numbers they're getting out is absolutely incredible. So well done to them. And um, you never know, maybe they'll be the team to topple Clemesson in the uh, camogie senior championship in Mead. We're going to move on now to, uh, uh, finally our uh, preview of the two knockout tournaments that are, uh, finals will Probably be played next welcome weekend. Flash Gordon here from Central Sound is here listening in. He, so. he was in great form in the Palace last night. I was at a brief chat with him there in the piano bar so hope he's feeling alright after his excursions last night. And a few, Andy Arkins, a few of our like regulars. And Andy Arkins I met today at a game actually. Um, and Tom O'Connor we saw Mags a good few just said the regulars are listening in. I hope Flash is on the soft drinks junior championship this week. He was on the soft drinks now I wouldn't yeah. say yeah. 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 He was <laughs> indeed. Paddy Clark is uh, listening in there now as well. Great job. Um, what we'll do is uh, we'll move on now to the Cornabonia and Tottenham Cup finals. They are being played when, Kieran Flynn? They're being played this Saturday coming in Park Tolchin. So that's Saturday the 17th of August. The first game is the N2 Electrical and Security Supplies Limited sponsored Tolchin Cup. And that's going to see St. Olsen's Bohemian playing St. Vincent's Arcat at half five. And that's Pat Clark from Central Centre Referee in it. 
Then in the AIB Nav and Cornabonia final, which is at 7 o'clock, we'll see not so local rivals, the League Belgium playing Ballinabracky. And Paul Mooney from Sidon's going to referee that, so two crackers of football matches. Dave Rusman, um, you'll probably be attending both of these. Both You'd have an yeah. interest in uh, in uh, the Taltrin Cup with your uh, fellow uh, parishioners um, playing in that final against St. Vincent's. Yeah, yeah, two, two old foes of ours. Uh, I think it'll be a great it's game. It's never too late to get a transfer, do you know? <laughs> it is, actually, yeah. <laughs> next January, sorry. Yeah, next January. Thanks yeah. for the heads up. Uh, <laughs> No, it'll be an intriguing final. Two teams who... Uh, <laughs> Flash just has a comment in saying, is Rispin a shook man this evening? So, and well, he is. In fairness, he is after that result yesterday. Yeah, yeah well, he, yeah. he was win. We'll win with anyway, we'll get back to, the, we'll get back yeah, to that we're, we're previewing the Talta Cup, remember. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I think the two sides are, are probably going to have aspirations of challenging for, you know, junior championship honours um, towards the end of the year. And they won't have met in championship football because they're on different sides of the group, but they could well meet in the knockout stages. And this game could be a real um, test or as to what might come down the line, I think. Looking at it, I was at the Ultras game. Which, is, which, it, is it kind of uh, an annoyance to have it in between two championship games? It probably is, but then again, you have to put it somewhere. And if you don't put it on now, and if the two end up going to the semi-finals or finals, when do you play it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's very difficult to get it in. Again, the Leinster we, championship that's a, that's caused really problems yeah. fixtures before where the junior champions will go to Leinster. Yeah, yeah, but, but I yeah. but I agree, and I know it's something that's going to be done next year. Is the cup competitions will be played off at the start of the year instead of this you know nonsense of playing them during the summer, but then the finals aren't played till whenever. So um, I'm really looking forward to. It. I think it'll be a good open game of football. From looking at St Dalton's last week, I think uh, they have they, they have obviously capabilities of doing extremely well, but their their performance levels have kind of dipped somewhat as, as the games have kind of gone on St Vincent seemed to be getting better and better that win against Clannagale at the weekend probably illustrate that and yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I, I, like I, I, one of the things I said last week was that I think St Vincent's are trying to peak later in their year this year um, and uh, it is going to get to the final yeah, <laughs> yeah but like oh, the, do you know no, yeah, that's it so yeah. I, do, I just think that maybe they're just the, 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 the hard slogging they had done for a couple of years before that they maybe had a longer rest than they're looking at oh, yeah. longevity um, the Cornabonia um, Brian Kelly um, what way do you see that going yeah, um, Delic are going well at the minute. They had two good wins in the last ten days or so over Dunderry, but I've been a fancy with Balnebracky all year that they'd pick up silverware and they might just have a little bit too much for Delic at the weekend. Yeah, Kieran Flynn, I think it probably you'd agree with that, Balnebracky for the Cornabonia. Yeah, I've been well. I've been having them as my favourites all year long, so good to see the the boys in Balnebracky do it. But Delic have shown so well in the last while, so. I think just get there, enjoy the football, it's going to be a cracker. Close to a draw, but I don't do draws. Battle Rocky win. Yeah. If Robin Clark and Danny Quinn end up picking each other up, that could be a battle to really save it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. be quality matchup. Yeah. Well, look, it's great that they uh, that they are running off these club tournaments uh, or the uh, knockout tournaments, and they're getting the finals played so that there's uh, no break at the or a gap at the end of the year when a team has gone out of the championship or whatever, and uh, they're waiting. Because it did team. happen to Battle of Bracky just when you mentioned them, yeah. that they played a Tottenham Cup final in the following year. Yeah, oh, got to an answer final. My first game for Simonson when I came back uh, was uh, to- uh, was a Fresh Cup final in January. So it was a typical a, a story, hunt, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I came, I came back for the medal, but the medal went central center that day. <laughs> uh, look, that's uh, that's it for this week on the We Are Mead podcast. Um, 
if you're looking for more content, we've got a, a huge amount of interviews on um, our Patreon service. It's going to be on our Loyal Royals um, podcast. We've got interviews with uh, Anthony Miles and Oshin McConville and players like, the, for instance, Paul Hanrahan from Curraha, Tony McDonald from Summerhill and Thomas O'Reilly from the Wolf Tones. We'll also uh, be giving our players of the matches on uh, that service so don't forget go to the Loyal Royals podcast it's brought to you by We Are Mead um, and share it as much as possible you'll see the links later on we'll be sharing them on the We Are Mead um, podcast and um, I don't think there's any other business is there lads? Royal House Trial just get your tickets we're promoting it like hell Glen Bay sponsor just get your tickets Royal House Trial David Rispin I suppose you want to plug the um the prediction sheets yeah thanks everyone who entered um, obviously we won't be giving results of them until next weekend until all the games are played unfortunately with the weather um, so to get your you can be early and get your next one in for the next one it's mediapredictions.com um, you have two weeks to do so so no panic yeah absolutely and Brian Kelly have you anything else from the minor board uh, minor football championship starts on Wednesday um, cracking games and prospect I'd support all supporters to get out and get behind our young stars of the future yeah, absolutely. The minor championship starting, and Kieran Flynn, have you anything else? Yeah, there was just a. It's just worth noting this this Saturday morning there was a, a game played and very important with the meet on the fourteen hurlers. They actually had real horrible conditions in trim. They bet Carlo, which means actually going to qualify for the Sunny Walsh tournament taking place in Waterford at the end of the month. So that's just showing progress we made with the hurlers, and it's great to see. Uh, the Nolan is the manager there from uh, Dunderry. He's managing the under fourteen team, and they're doing a good job. Mark. So. Mark Nolan, yeah, yeah from yeah. Dunder, yeah. yeah. And they're flying, and it's just showing progress being made at the juvenile level in hurling and football. Brilliant. It's great to see. Great stuff. And uh, as we said, if you want to get more content and you want to get more uh, analysis. Oh, and sorry, just before, uh, Paddy Clark, who was refereeing the game in uh, court the other day, said, Keep Rispin away from the scoreboards. Yeah. He, he, he was having <laughs> yeah. a bit of trouble. I actually, it's a good story. So the. The way it was, we only have so many trees on the scoreboard, number trees. <laughs> and uh, the way the score went, there was already three or four on the board. And I think Olsen's, or sorry, Minotti got a third goal and I couldn't <laughs> find a tree. It was a third point, sorry. They had a third point. And it was panic stations and everyone's looking, a huge crowd at the game. Everyone's yeah. looking up, but Jesus, Minotti have three points, not two. And all this, right? So one of the O'Hallorans improvised, got a blank sheet took out it got a pen or got a marker and just wrote a tree so I stuck it up as soon as I stuck it up Minaldi scored so another point in unreal ah look you can't beat the club championship it's absolutely brilliant so as we said if you want to get more content you want to get more interviews you want to get more analysis head on over to our Loyal Royals uh, podcast you'll get the links over the next uh, couple of days and don't forget we are Mead why it matters more <laughs>